how do i start like hi everyone hi everyone hi everyone welcome back to the minute women podcast my name is grace and i say i'm linnea and i'm linnea and i'm linnea i literally was every like, time what do i say i dragged my ass out of bed for this picture <laughs> on mondays it's gonna be margarita mondays <laughs> nationwide <laughs> and feel that reciprocated enjoyment, enjoyment. Oh, oh my god it's like we're friends or something hi everyone welcome back to the minute women podcast my name is grace and i'm linnea and we are here with a have you got a minute we're wondering if you have a minute to listen to us talk about something i almost knocked my mic over yeah i watched that out of the corner of my eye <laughs> it was very scary it was very close i'm trying to do real podcast stuff so i yeah. put dampening stuff down but then it makes my mic wobble i was gonna say now everything's <laughs> soft <laughs> and the fact that it almost fell like into beer <laughs> yeah i yeah, swear we're also drinking it's the first drink though <laughs> it's but that's real podcasting yeah. drinking is key well we're not white men no that's we're not the, and if we were white men then it would be real podcasting be real podcast, but we're not joe rogan dang if joe rogan started a canadian history podcast <laughs> i feel like he would it would start because like the, that's the thing with extremism is they just ease you into it right so he yeah. would start with like dr penfield and be like what yeah. an amazing man who yeah. like managed to conquer the mind physically da, 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 da. but then he'd end up with like marconi and he'd be like and he loved benito mussolini <laughs> and that's my favorite thing about him <laughs> fascism fascism <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say the stupidest thing because <laughs> i i was i was going to say because it was joe rogan i was gonna be like yeah you can't spell heavy without a and that's kind of true, like A, like E-H, but it doesn't oh. say it in order. It's H-E, not E-H, so. I think it still it's works. It's not quite as funny. I, I, I know where you're going, though. But yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind. That we would be what pitch- his podcast is called. Can't oh, spell yeah. heavy without A. And then Craig Baird from Canadian History X could, yes. like, get on his case for... Stealing his name. Yeah, for copyright infringement. Yes, that's it. That's, okay. That's Done. the perfect world. <laughs> That's the That's perfect, the perfect scenario. So, Joe, if you're listening to this... <laughs> Start a Canadian history podcast and well, maybe stop talking to, like, billionaires yeah. who are... Talk to the real people. Talk to the real the people. people. More Kanye West interviews. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I do appreciate Kanye West going on Joe Rogan, not because Kanye West has any good ideas, <laughs> but I do genuinely think he spouts so much insanity that yeah. Joe Rogan was like... Have I made a mistake? Yeah. <laughs> like, have I given a platform to absolutely insanely, criminally insane people? Yes. 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 <laughs> he, Kanye just deleted his Instagram account, which is a big oh. deal. Did you see the music video? No. Oh my goodness. We'll watch it later. Yes, he released a music video. That's <laughs> really, really frightening claymation. Oh. And it's him murdering Pete. <laughs> And then burying him and growing roses out of Pete's head. I do imagine him <laughs> making that and then turning to his friends like, should I tweet this? And they're like, no, tweet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's really, I think, everything you need to know about the music video. Oh. What? So the I've seen the Batman. Oh, yeah. I have not. My my Twilight fangirl-ism is coming out, but like Robert Pattinson is the most handsome man in yeah. the world, in my personal opinion. He's looking real good. All these red carpet so stuff good. he's done with um Zoe Kravitz, like they look, I don't know if they're together, but they've been doing a lot of red carpet stuff for the movie. Yeah. 
man they are beautiful people yeah i don't know if they're together but i feel like they're just like we'll leverage this yeah, right for the movie for Perfect. sure great yeah. um <laughs> pete davidson was on jimmy fallon with robert pattinson yes and the entire interview is Pete Davidson being like, I love you, Robert Pattinson. And Robert Pattinson awkwardly sitting on the couch being like, I don't want to get involved with any Kanye shit. <laughs> like, you can just tell he's like, I'm not going to say he's like, anything to this man. Yeah, he's like, my publicist had a very clear discussion with me yeah. and uh, I'm not allowed to speak to you. Yeah, you are. Fuck you, Jimmy. You for are like me here. radioactive right yeah. now and I cannot touch you cannot and touch I don't want to go near any of that. So he's just like. Like, he's like, because Pete Davidson is saying the whole time, like, Robert Pattinson, you are, like, my favorite actor. You are in my favorite movie of all time. Like, all this stuff. And he's, like, going on and on and on about, like, some of the movies that Aww. Robert Pattinson's been in. And Robert Pattinson's, like, smiling and, like, thumbs up. He's like, ha Nothing verbal. Mm-hmm. No verbal cues. <laughs> Nothing that could be recorded and then construed as him, like. Yeah. He's like, Aww. he's like, yeah, I. I just imagine him in his brain. He's like, I dated Kristen Stewart. And people then thought that relationship was wild. And it's like, and you just <laughs> had someone's name branded on your chest. And uh, we're just fine with that, I and guess. we're just fine with that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, like people thought it was crazy that Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie walked around with vials of each other's blood. That's still crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but they did nothing else scandalous. Like they weren't crazy people. Except for the age difference. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I think we are very quick to forget that there's weird stuff going on all the time because you have to. It's a survival instinct. You really have to. (laughs) I was just talking about this with my family this weekend and that like with trauma, you really just have to like brush it under the rug. (laughs) We'll talk about that. We'll unpack that another day in 20 years. (laughs) There's a TikTok I love of a guy who I don't think it's real, but he's like... (laughs) makes tiktoks of his therapy online therapy sessions That's and like real. the shit he says to his oh, therapist I hope it's real. and he's just saying he's like oh my god did you see the latest kim k drama and he's like she's like no but we were just talking about how you don't feel recognized by your father and he's like <laughs> right <laughs> it's like funneling uh, all your emotional issues <laughs> through the celebrity drama exactly. of the day <laughs> i don't know any of these people like obviously in real life but i do oh, i just i feel for pete davidson because i feel like this is a mess i feel like he is a martyr and a messy 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 thing and he's just a nice boy from <laughs> from long island is he from long island or staten island staten island staten island whose dad died in 9 11 yeah. like and and oh god i've seen pete davidson live he's very oh funny. yeah you did um but yeah. I do feel like his relationships are always like really public. And at some point it's like, yeah. is it a choice? I liked when he was dating the Phoebe girl from Bridgerton. Oh, that was a very, was that, that was a very like quick thing, wasn't it? it? Seemed quick. Yeah. But that was like cute. It was like the first thing after Ariana. Was that the first? Maybe. Uh, yeah. But I feel like there was a gap. Like, yeah. I feel like it was like Ariana. A then, respectful gap. Then she came up with thank you next <laughs> and was all like. And then I almost got married to Pete. I'm so thankful. R.I.P. Mac Miller. My my true love. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's married. Well, this has been the Minute Women Celebrity yeah. <laughs> celebrity Wrap Up. Yeah. <laughs> I did see the Batman, though. It's very good. Yeah. I yeah. really want to see it. That's an opinion no one else has had. Just kidding. Everybody says I that. was just going to say, I've only heard the best things. Yeah. Every every kid is listening to Nirvana now. Yeah. Because it's in the movie. Well, so this is a thing. So my twelve year old sister, she her friend okay, 
first off, I will preface that her friend Waverly, her mom is one of the sweetest humans I have ever met in my life. But boy, did she live a life. She is tattooed what my mother would say. Eyeballed asshole. And... It's a weird place to stop. Right? But nothing on the legs. I think I think she probably does have them on the legs. I don't know why that's an expression that my mother has created. Um, but just like, like all of her hands, like all over like up to her neck, like not on her face, but like you just look at her and you're like, you know, you're like, ugh. And then she speaks and she's like, hi, I just hope you're having a really wonderful day. And you're just like, oh, you're the sweetest human. And I've really grown to like appreciate the sweet human. But her like music taste is like Iron Maiden and like Metallica and like death metal. And so Waverly, her daughter, made my sister a playlist. And now Peyton's around the house. So it's half 80s like, like Peyton will go from singing Material Girl to singing like Smells Like Teen Spirit to like something by Metallica that I don't know because I don't know anything by Metallica. (laughs) Um. That's similar to my youngest brother when he was a kid, like really young. He would just say anything in the past happened in the 80s. He's like, yeah, you know, the 80s. But it could be anything from Nirvana to Confederation. (laughs) Like, it's all the 80s. Yeah. And so he would be like, yeah, dad, you like grew up in the 80s. My dad would be like, yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, you know, when like Fred Astaire was (laughs) the number one pop artist. And he'd be like, no. When when a streetcar named Desire premiered. Like... (laughs) You know, Dad, the 80s. Stella. You know, when all the kids were um, running around saying that. Yeah, you were alive for that, Dad. I I was just at a family getaway this weekend. I just got back. And one of the dogs, there's three dogs. Bowie, my dog. Rosie, my parents' dog. And then my aunt's dog. And that's Stella. And Stella is also treated as a human. Like, I love her to death. And they, like, she's... That's, like, so typical of a dog named Stella. Yeah, she's such a lovely dog. She is so wonderful. But, like... <laughs> She doesn't, like, there are no boundaries for her. Like, Stella is allowed wherever, <laughs> whenever. And, but she's lovely. Like, she's so sweet and she just wants what to kind snuggle of dog? and be loved. She's a um, Portuguese water dog. Okay. And she's beautiful. Most beautiful eyes I've ever seen on a dog. They're, like, light hazel with, like, a ring around them. Like, they look people-y and it's weird. Um, <laughs> It'd but, be weird if you tra- treated this dog like a dog. Yes, but she's the sweetest dog. And uh, it's just funny because all weekend, everybody, you know, it's like, Stella. And then, like, somebody's like, Stella! <laughs> and then it's just, I was yeah. Stella. When my, oh, you were in the play. My English class. We, we didn't, like, do the plays. Right. But when we would do a play in English, people would get parts and we would <gasps> and read the you parts. you got to be Stella. I was Stella. Yeah. But yeah. you don't get to say the iconic line. No, That's I just get to irony. get yelled at. Yeah. And it was Stella. really funny because my friend John Oliver was, uh, oh, what's his face? Brando's character. Brando's character. Stanley? Stanley? I Sounds think right. Stella and Stanley. Stan? It's been a minute since I read that. But yeah, he was just, I love John Oliver so much. I've met him. he is. Can confirm. Sweet human. Not a Stanley character, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no. he was confident that he's like, I want to be Stanley. And yeah. like, granted, doesn't everyone. But <laughs> doesn't everyone. Especially as a him, teenage boy. Him having to call me Stella Baby and then giggle afterwards Stella every baby. single time. It's like, Stella Baby. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Uh, so I was just like. That's funny. That's that's my forever memory of that play. I think okay. it's kind of corrupted now in my brain. <laughs> that's so funny the only play we did in high school was we did urine town which 
you're in town but or it's you're in, in town okay <laughs> and it's 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 a musical that like many high schools do like the like once i realized that like you go on youtube and you search you're in town and it's like such a typical because it's not made for singers it's a musical that like you can just yell your yeah. line in and yeah. it still works it's very musical theater <laughs> in that if you just say it with enough enthusiasm it's like you're, you're singing yes exactly <laughs> so uh which are good for high schools apparently yeah we did you're in town we did into the woods oh i wasn't into the woods like high drama yeah um, into the woods junior so it's slightly same, same. a bridge yeah yeah same, i was the witch deal. Oh, I think we've talked about this before. I had to rap Probably. about vegetables. Oh, yes, yes. I can't sing. And so therefore, I did a lot of backstage stuff. That's fun. And then was like extra people. I did like the moving of furniture. And I curled a lot of hair. I curled a lot of Because that's like, girls get backstage and they're like, curl my hair. And it's yeah. like, that's that's costume. Yeah. It's like hair curled in character. <laughs> Linnea on multiple occasions has complimented my eyeliner. Yeah. People who have not seen me, which is most people because this is a podcast. <laughs> I wear eyeliner a lot, and I have since middle school. My introductory to eyeliner was Into Woods, the musical. Oh, my God. I had never worn eyeliner before. I have heard this story. Yeah. <laughs> Your introduction. And my, my mom put me in, like, navy eyeshadow, because <laughs> that's the only dark eyeshadow she owns. She, my mom does not wear a lot of makeup. No. And then she put eyeliner on me, and I remember <laughs> staring in the mirror and just being like, I'm beautiful. <laughs> like, this... <laughs> I have never felt so beautiful in my oh life. My and then I had to put on this really ugly witch mask <laughs> because part of the witch's narrative is she yeah. reveals and she becomes beautiful. <laughs> and that's like her her narrative arc in the play. But <laughs> I just, I, yeah. That's such a visceral memory that's for me. That's so funny. <laughs> I really, really enjoy that. Yeah. I wasn't um, really allowed to wear it in middle school. But yeah. then once I got to high school, I was like, this is the move. This you is, have the eyes for eyeliner, though. Like, your eyes are perfect I do have for eyeliner. Eyes. I have very hooded eyes. And so, and so they're like, they don't do eyeliner well. They do yeah. shadow pretty You have the well. best cheekbones, though. Oh my gosh. Thank you. They're like, whew. yeah, thanks. I, I grew myself. <laughs> um, yes, but my little sister, she's uh, been very into eyeliner. So I've been doing her eyeliner and I'm getting really good. I realize that it's not that I'm bad at eyeliner, it's that I don't have the eyes for eyeliner yeah it's they it's the american dream that's how it's supposed to look like oh that's how it that's how it works yeah it's it's the american dream they like sell you on it as if it's for everyone but like not to say not anybody can wear eyeliner but like there are some shapes of eyeliner that just will not work it's true well i found out that um that uh giselle help me tom brady's wife giselle bunchwin Function. However you say her last name, she can't wear eyeliner because she has hooded eyes. And so She's they just gorgeous. Give her a lot of shout. Exactly. You can still be beautiful and yeah. not have and She's have hooded stunning. eyelids. You can also come out of retirement Ugh, when you're Tom Brady. That's so weird. It's so exciting. <laughs> Is he going back to the pads? No, he's going back to the Bucks. Okay. But it's okay. It means I have something to look forward to. I don't think the Patriots <laughs> are going to be very good this year. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. So, okay. I digress. Where were we? <laughs> I don't know. What are we Where here am to I? do? Well, I'll tell you. Okay, I'm ready. Tomorrow is March 24th. Not in our time, but in podcast time. I was going to be like, you're wrong. You're but I incorrect. understand. Tomorrow is March 24th. March 24th is halfway between Ash Wednesday and Easter. Oh. Mid-Lent. Yeah. Or as the French call it, Mikaram. Okay. And a cornerstone of the Minute Women podcast is the belief that if you put a bunch of Catholics in the woods yeah. and leave them alone... They'll come up with some really weird traditions. Yeah. 
we are going to cover one of those really weird traditions oh, that's today. That's fantastic. <laughs> Called Mika Rem. Okay. It's like a tradition that dates back to the Middle Ages. Okay. It dates back to Europe, but it's, of course, doesn't it all? Doesn't it all? <sighs> Unless you're indigenous and not from Europe. I'm sorry. Not everything does. I apologize. We're gonna get canceled. I apologize. Oh God, our podcast get canceled. I apologize. <laughs> Please don't cancel our podcast. <laughs> so Mika Rem, like a lot of traditional traditions yes i'm following (laughs) they sometimes have a tendency of existing longer in their kind of colonies than in the homeland sure because those places want to connect with their home but their notion of home doesn't change anymore so whatever version of home kind of came with them right that's what home is no evolving exactly but back over in france they're like mixing it up all the time yeah so that's why they think that that like the this was time before facebook you couldn't keep up yes. with the trends no facebook yeah imagine imagine <laughs> so that's why they think the american accent is like closer to what shakespeare would have speak spoken like really? a rhotic english because huh. british english would be changing all the time yeah but people in america they're saying like oh that's that's the english i brought with me and that's how we speak english and it's a much smaller population so you don't get as much exchange Huh. Cool. Just a theory, but that's an example. Mikarem is one of those really weird traditions that just survives in like Canada and the US and some other French colonies. Will I know this? Like when you start talking about it, will I like know what this is? You'll I think you'll find it familiar. It's really popular in Shetty Camp, which okay. is an Acadian community in Cape Breton where I am from. Mm-hmm. And then you'll also find it in Quebec. But it's really it's very French. It's okay. not really English. You wouldn't find it in English speaking okay. Canada. So it's very similar to mummering. Okay. So you dress up in disguise. If you haven't heard about mummering, you, go listen to our whole please. episode about mummering. We did a whole episode in our 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. So this is like the Easter version of mummering. So I will preface this by saying a lot of the sources that I could find about Mikarem were in French. And so this is my horrible attempt at translating them. Mm. So I may misunderstand some of the nuances of this tradition, and I apologize. One of the earliest records of Mikarem that I could find was in 1890, which is in the Parisian newspaper La Presse. Okay. It's the first one. The Presse. (laughs) This is it. There's nothing else. This is it. (laughs) And they wrote... The invention of Mikarem is a much more recent tradition than that of the carnival. So they're referring to like Carnival. Okay. Which is yeah, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. So which is also within the religious calendar between Lent. Like that that's like Fat Tuesday. Yeah, like Mardi so Gras. that's like yeah. the day before Lent. The day before Lent so start. The, so during Lent, which is the forty days before Easter, you're supposed to, you know, be abstinent, you're supposed to fast. You're supposed to do all this really boring You're stuff. Supposed to pick and go to church a lot. Something that you like, that yeah. you are going to give up for Lent. Yeah. And more traditionally, it's just everybody is not supposed to do those. And things. it's just everything, pretty much. Yeah, like no, like fatty foods, no, no indulgences, no yeah. sex, all that stuff. Yeah. Big old X. But we used to Mar- like when I was a kid, we'd like do it because it was like oh, yeah. funny. Like it was fun. Be like, well, it'd be like my mom couldn't have tea and she'd always be the first to break. And it was like, yeah, like just silly things like that. Yeah, I can remember giving up stuff for Lent. Like it was normally just like candy. It was always candy. Yeah. 
but i didn't really have that much candy as a kid it was so. like chocolate or something like that i was like i'm not gonna eat chocolate and then it's like there'd be one minor inconvenience and you'd be like i'm gonna have some floor. chocolate <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna eat the baker's chocolate in the cupboard <laughs> the absolutely disgusting 100 yeah. percent cocoa yeah. just like sitting in the cupboard not like breaking your teeth it's not that i want it it's the fact that i'm not supposed to have it exactly i'd never eat it otherwise but it's lent you have to understand <laughs> Growing up in the church is hard. <laughs> so, so yeah, they're, they're saying that Mikaram predates Mardi Gras, Carnival. Um, so this also, this is the chunk that's very much translated from French. So I really apologize. <laughs> okay. um, we had very early felt the need to inaugurate by noisy pleasures a long period of abstinence. Gross. Okay. So when faith had weakened still further it was deemed appropriate to end this long period of deprivation with a halt the mikarem was created so mikarem is like march break in the middle of lent where they're like all right okay. you get one day let loose it's just one day let loose yes well it changes over time initially okay. it's just one day so this is like a little bit like tibbs eve yes very similar. Very similar. Catholics want an excuse to not follow their own religion. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which is we why I relate to it so much. Yeah. <laughs> we need a break. Um, I know that we said the thing and we did the thing and we promised yeah. the thing and made you promise the thing, but like, I need a, I need a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need to calm down. <laughs> Such is its obvious reason for being as to the occasional cause of its existence. So then they go on to say that Mikarem or Mid-Lent, which is the direct translation of okay. Mikarem, is attributed to the custom established in some small towns among young people to give a last ball to, on Shrove Tuesday. So that's um, Pancake Tuesday, Pancake Tuesday, Mardi Gras. Yeah. To the young girls of the country, these in turn gave feasts on the third Thursday of Lent. To this was added, especially in Paris, the habit among laundresses, so women who own laundry places, okay. laundromats, <laughs> if you will, okay. of calling themselves a queen at that time, of disguising themselves and giving a ball in their boat. I don't know <laughs> what okay. any of that means other than <laughs> that they would have parades okay. and people are in disguise. So the ladies like at the, and the ladies at the laundromats would have all the clothes. Yes. So they would exactly. be where you'd go. And they're like, I'm the queen. Yes. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm the queen. The queen of Mikarem. Uh, let's go find a boat and have a party. Okay. I'm into um, this holiday. Yeah. <laughs> this custom, a probable memory of the ancient kings of trade, spread from Paris to the suburbs and well beyond. And so this article was written in 1890, and it's already explaining that, like, this is an old thing that we don't do anymore. Interesting. Um, however, you can still find it in towns and, like, small Like, small places. rural areas. Yeah. So I... With laundromats. It's because, it's because people stopped using laundromats. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> by 1891, everyone had their own laundry machine. Yeah. They had those... <laughs> Like the washboards, yeah. <laughs> they were making music and doing laundry. I want the like the the car dealership ads for like washboards. Yeah, like, come on down. We've got washboards <laughs> of every size. It was my favorite part. One of my favorite parts of the Little Mermaid. I thought it was so funny because the crab gets <laughs> stuck <laughs> in the tube, <laughs> and they're like trying to do their laundry, and the crab just like. I don't know how accurate it is to say that like it just didn't exist in Paris anymore at that time because when I went and looked up Mikarem, you could still find people celebrating it in 
continental France and in Paris. Right. But I don't know if it's just a revival. Right. Same, similar to how mummering has kind of spread and been revived sure. in many different places of Canada rather than like just Newfoundland and a few other places in the Maritimes. Yeah. The origin of Mikarem, however, seems to stem from also a much more practical source. Okay. So this article is saying like, Mikarem, we have it because people wanted to drink and party and they were bored. Yeah. But it's also important to remember that during this period of time, there is no electricity. Right. And it's a big part of Lent is that you can't eat a lot of foods that are perishable. So you're really not supposed to eat like eggs, uh, milk, meat. Things Jeez. that are like give you nutrients, you shouldn't eat those. <laughs> eggs, especially during this period of time, if you don't like wash eggs, apparently they last for quite a period. Like they can last a couple of weeks. Really? Yeah. So like when we we wash eggs for the aesthetic, but when you wash the eggs, you're actually like removing a really protective film mm. that's on them, and that's why we have to refrigerate eggs that are like bleached, basically. Yeah. Eggs. Yeah. But originally eggs you wouldn't refrigerate them you'd like keep them in dry storage in dry storage dry storage (laughs) but an egg in that state can last a couple of weeks but definitely not more than 20 days so mikarem is 20 days into lent and so the logic is like a lot of the traditional recipes for mikarem are like egg based like pancakes like things that you associate with mardi use gras. up those eggs you got to use up those eggs otherwise they just yeah. spoil oh like that's that cake that weird cake that everybody has for mardi gras that you hide the baby in oh yeah they're the um, plastic bun- bun- bungus or something, something like that. i don't know special cake and if you find the baby bugles then you win <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so there's so it's like an opportunity to take a break from so pastry Lent. sweets. We're making cake, but we're also going to use up all these eggs. Okay. So there's a practical side to mikarem as well. Symbolically, Lent or mikarem was personified as an old good woman. So in all these festivals, I think that's what they're referring to as the queen. Okay. Like there's almost like a mascot. Okay. And it's like this old good woman. Now. This is also a part that I translated. I apologize for the accuracy of this. But so at Mikarem, it was traditional to saw or split the old one in two. So, you know, like the old year dying and like the baby's born. This is like for them almost like an old year, new year situation. Sure. And so it's not taken literally. Okay, good. They're not cutting women in half. That's really good. But apparently this custom would allegedly be fulfilled by robbing the houses of old women. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> I don't understand. That's I'm like, what is this chaos? That's not nice. Beginning in the 19th century, this part of the ritual is lost. But however, in various French dialects, to split the old woman still refers to Mikarem. So some people are like, oh, I'm going to split the old woman. Okay. And that means you're like halfway through Lent. Okay, and then they're like, let's, let's eat some eggs. Now, the Mikarem that I know is, it's like a combination of Mardi Gras, Mummering, and Halloween. Okay. And it's celebrated throughout various places in Canada. <gasps> whoa, 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 wait one second. Okay. I'm out. A girl that I grew up with is playing professional soccer in Israel right now, and they're doing this whole week-long thing where you dress up every day. 
That's interesting. I feel like this is probably a derivative of this somehow. Maybe, because, I mean, Mika Rem, Lent is just Passover in yeah. Judaism. So, so I don't know what the traditions of Passover are. Right. But if it's a Lent situation where you're fasting, yeah. maybe the Jewish people like to also be like, bye, we're creating Because she's been scenarios. in costumes every day, and she's like, this is the best holiday ever. Like, like all the stuff is canceled. I fucking love Passover. <laughs> she's like, can we kill Jesus again? Yeah. That's Lent, sorry. That's Lent, yeah. Passover um, is about 40 days in the desert. With the Moses? oil, and Moses. then the oil was only supposed to last one night, and then the oil lasted. That's menorah. Oh, that's, that's menorah. Hanukkah. That's Christmas. Damn, that's Hanukkah. I think Passover is them escaping from Egypt and being lost in the desert for 40 days because Moses, it was 40 years. 40 years. He was lost in the desert for 40 years. He did not know where he was going. <laughs> he did not know where he was going. His sense of direction is where's the mine. Yeah, but they're not slaves. Nope. So Mika Rem in places like Shetty Camp, which is the place that I'm most familiar with Mika Rem being celebrated, men and less frequently women are disguised by the women in the village who often spend months making costumes. And then in groups, uh, the, the people who are dressing up are then referred to as the Mikarems. Mm-hmm. Um, they parade through the village from house to house. And they visit the living rooms and kitchens where food and alcoholic beverages mummering. are prepared for them. Sounds like mummering. It's very similar to mummering. Okay. Um, when the group of masked men who are getting increasingly drunk as the night wears on, um, they'll eventually take over the living room and they'll start singing and shouting. And the adults then try to guess who's hiding behind their masks. And the identity of the Mikarems is secret until the end of the festivities. Okay. Also, an interesting variation on Mikarem, especially in Acadia, which is like the Maritimes, is that uh, Mikarems become like a St. Nicholas figure where like santa yeah and they like give gifts so there's one of the mikarems who is disguised as an old woman yeah and she distributes like treats and goods to the children claws yeah okay (laughs) bacon all day so kids often run up to mikarems like during parties and they're like oh my gosh you're here give me my presents so this is just like a big party in the middle of lent yeah we need a good excuse to have a party so it better be elaborate yeah like, <laughs> like this we is can't it just have a party yeah we can't just we can't like, be sensible oh, about like, it have a glass of wine today <laughs> like we're having a couple quarts yeah uh, we're going of all whiskey out <laughs> let's fucking go however for good reason mikarems are also used as frightening figures in some traditions oh, so nice. it's like you better go to bed or the mikarems will get you oh yeah for good reason, because I encourage everyone to Google Mikarem okay. and what they look like. They are horrifying. Are they scary? Yes. <laughs> They're nice. like old-timey Halloween costumes. Yeah, that's scary. But like if you go to Shetty Camp today, you can visit the Mikarem Center, where oh. there's like a whole interpretive center that like discusses the tradition, and the costumes are still horrifying. Still horrifying. They have not updated them. <laughs> that's not nice. Now, the special thing that really distinguishes Mika Rem from mummering, which I know mummering can go on for a couple of days, but Mika Reming strictly goes for five days. Okay. You're drinking the whole time. Okay. And it ends with everyone gathering in a large community hall where they do like a final lap, all the people <laughs> in costume. <laughs> okay. And that's on Saturday night. And then the Mikarems end up removing their masks and revealing their identities to the delight of the spectators. 
And then the next morning, everybody goes to church, hungover as hell, I'm imagining. Yeah. And then it's customary for everyone who is Mika Reming to attend in their costume. What? From the day before. This is, this is not true. So they just don't get out of their costume. They just party all night and then roll up to church. It's like, it's okay if you show up in your costume. It sounds like Frosh Week. I was just going to say, this sounds like spring break. Like, this it sounds is. like. Yeah, this is the original spring break. It's like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. But like mixed with Mardi Gras and Halloween and mummering. And Christmas. And like Christmas, I guess. It's very. And even like New Year's stuff. Because they're yeah. like, yeah, we're splitting the old woman and we're raining <laughs> in the new one. <laughs> it doesn't know what it no, is. I'm glad there was no like real splitting of women. <laughs> So if anyone has Mika rimmed before. I love how you're now using it as a verb. It's a verb. It's a noun. <laughs> it's an adjective. Yeah. <laughs> to describe someone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you've done it before, let us know how wrong I got this please. tradition. Please. please. Because it, these things can't all be true. Maybe they're true in like separate places, but I can't but imagine all they're once. all happening at once. No, that's too much. Yeah. It's too much all at once. Yeah. So that starts tomorrow, I guess. Okay, well, happy... 24th is the halfway point yeah. between um, Ash Wednesday and, and Easter. And well, and Easter, so during Lent. We're so, only 20 days away from chocolate. Thank goodness. <laughs> and on that note, thanks, Grace. That was very informative. No problem. We love holidays we here. We love them. Send in your weird holidays, oh, please. please. And I would weird... love to do a whole series on weird holidays. And weird holiday traditions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've got, my mom has close friends in the Netherlands, and, like, their Santa, there's a Santa, and then there's, like, a bad guy. And so, like, he's going to get you. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, there's, it's weird, weird things like that. Like, it's, it's like, oh, like, you got to be good, or you'll get got. So, <laughs> behave. It's not cool. It's yeah. like. It's we like have it you, too easy. You will get taken away from your family and everyone who loves you. Yeah, you're not just going to be deprived of good things. A goblin will eat you in the night. So. Basically. So we'd love to hear if you have any traditions like that. Maybe your parents yeah. told you that was true. Maybe Grace and I are just really lucky. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know. That'd be cool. Happy Migaram. Happy Migaram. Well, thanks to Grace for bringing that super fun um, topic. And I'm glad you all hopefully had a minute to listen to us talk about it, even though it was a little more than a minute. But that's okay. It's the name of the show. It's funny. It's punny. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Minute Women Podcast. Make sure you go to minutewomenpodcast.ca where you can catch up on all of our episodes. You'll find all our social media links there. And then please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast or Spotify. So you have no excuses. None. Platform is not an issue anymore. <laughs> and if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get notified whenever we release a new episode, which is every Wednesday. We're very predictable. Very predictable. And so we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.